Welcome to the St. Mary AME Church Weekly Podcast. I'm the Reverend James T. Taylor. We're located at 600 South Salem Street in Apex, North Carolina. Currently, we're worshiping in the building on the first and third Sunday of the month at 11 a.m. Face masks, social distancing, and temperature checks are done at the door. Please come go with us as we look into the Word of God for strength and direction.
Amen. There is a miracle where you are at this particular time. It doesn't have to be in the church house. There are miracles working all in your house and everywhere you call a home. And we got to put a praise on it. There are times in our lives that you have to praise God all by yourself. And that miracle, and I do believe that as we praise God, there's something that happens that that affects the atmosphere in which we are around to propel us to a deeper level in Christ and to get through the situations and circumstances that we may encounter. At this time, I'm asking that Reverend Cross come and lead us to the throne of grace, Reverend Cross. And, and if you also pray for uh, the Wright family and also uh, Alonzo Thorpe and uh, uh, so that, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. So if there's anybody else that you know of that's going through some situations, uh, we lift them up also, Reverend Cross. Thank you again for allowing us to come before your gracious throne, boldly proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Dear Lord, we ask right now that you would just let your Holy Spirit loose among us to lead us and guide us in all that we say and all that we do. And bless this, oh God, our service. Yes, now, oh God, that you would look down on Brother Alonzo Thorpe as he is going through some ailments in the hospital with Rex. We ask, oh God, that you would let your angels go over and just. Touch him, oh God, and bring him through in a peaceful and a loving manner. We lift up the right family this morning. That, oh God, if they go through their bereavement, that's the Lord that you give them confidence, knowing that there is a God that sits high in the floor. He knows everything, and he blesses us all. We thank you, oh God, for the miracle of life this morning, that we have come before your throne to say thank you, God, for just taking care of us through this COVID season and through all the other ailments that we may run into. Pray, oh, Father God, that we look down upon our children and keep them safe as they go back into the school system now, God, and let the leaders know that we do have to protect our children and just stop all this foolishness about mask wearing and the other issues that they may come up with. Just let them know that life needs to be protected regardless. We ask now, Father God, that you bless our pastor, bless our presiding elder, and bless our bishop, oh God. And then, Lord, remember St. Mary Amy Church and all the things that we do to try and please you and keep us going in the newness of life. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Cross, for that prayer, uh, because we know that prayer is the tool in which we have that we can communicate with God. And, and as we enter into uh, this spirit of prayer, we know that prayer changes things and and we need to continue to pray, not just on Sundays, but we need to pray each and every day of our lives when we get up in the morning and when we go to sleep at night because there are things there in the air that would try to hinder your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And we ask God to protect us from the enemies of the air. At this time, we have our announcements. And again, uh, let us... Uh, Keep the right family in prayer. The uh, brother, uh, I think his name was Gerald Wright, was memorialized yesterday, and the New Dimension Choir sung, and they did a marvelous job. So I want to commend them for uh, showing uh, brotherly love in that time. And let us always remember that 
when the individual dies, what happened is that uh, the grieving process is continuous. It's just not on the day of the service. It goes through months and months and months and months and months. So let us continue to pray for them and continually check on them because in the wee moments of the time, there are memories that come that are hard to bear and people need to know that they're not walking through this transition uh, by themselves. Also, tentatively, we are talking about our homecoming. And I was just thinking, uh, we have this Delta variant uh, that's coming. I don't know how strong it's going to continue to get. But again, let us, uh, we're going to still tentatively uh, uh, schedule our homecoming, which will be uh, on one of the Sundays that we are gathering together. And what we're going to do is not going to be the all-out thing that is normally done. It's going to, and I can tell you the menu right now, is going to be chicken, it's going to be string beans, it's going to be potato salad, it's going to be lemonade, and also asking that um, people prepare uh, desserts but wrap them up. That, you know, so at, at this time, we're still on a go as for as the homecoming, and it will be on one of the Sundays that we have. Uh, and either we can eat it outside or uh, the people that are preparing the meals will hand you a to-go box and you can take it home and eat. I don't know how we're going to do it. It's going to be dependent upon what the um, this virus is happening. Uh, so uh, just keep that in mind. And the sa on, on the same thing is that you can still uh, prepare for your homecoming uh, gift. And always, it's not a set amount as to what we're asking for you to give. It's what the Lord has blessed you with. And so you let your conscience be your guide and, and do what your conscience, what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. Uh, and because you can only do what you can do. And that's all God is asking for us to do, is to only do what we can do and be happy about what we do do. So uh, I don't have any other announcements. Oh, but again, let us, Brother Alonzo, uh, Reverend Cross mentioned that he is in the hospital. That is uh, uh, Brother Robert and Sister Lucille's son. So let us continue to keep him in prayer. And as late on the evening, just call and check to see how things are going. Are there any other announcements that I have not went over at this particular time? Amen. No other announcements. Therefore, if you get your Bibles, and we'll go to the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk, the uh, third chapter, the 17th verse, Habakkuk, third chapter, and the 17th verse, and I'll be reading out of the Poverty and Justice Bible, so the wording may be a little different uh, in the translation. Uh, Habakkuk, the third chapter, 17th verse, and it reads like this. <clears throat> Fig trees may no longer bloom, or vineyards produce grapes. Olive trees may be fruitless, and harvest time a failure. Sheep's pens may be empty, and cattle stalls vacant. But I will still celebrate because the Lord God saves me. The Lord gives me strength. He makes my feet as sure as those of a deer. And he helps me to stand on the mountains. 
God's word for God's people. And as always, this will be our text that we will look into as we bring the word on this morning. So at this particular time, we're asking that Brother Jeff will come and let him give us what the Lord has laid on his heart. And we are willingly and just waiting to hear what God is getting ready to bless us with. So hear he, hear he, Brother Jeff. Brother Jeff. Amen. Amen. I was waiting for some more, my brother. Hallelujah. You're getting us right where we need to go. And the whole thing is here. Again, uh, it seems like I say this every Sunday, but again, Brother Jeff, you have built the bridge. You have built a segue to the message and which the Lord has laid on my heart to give to us on this day. And for those of you, again, our scripture will be coming from Habakkuk, the Third chapter, the 17th through the 19th verse. Amen. Let us pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord God. Let us open our hearts and minds that we may be receptive to your word, Lord. Hide James and let your Holy Spirit move that your people will be fed the word in which you have directed your servant to give them on this day. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. This morning, I want to use for a topic, joy. Joy, joy. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. 
Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm, I'm so glad that there's something about morning time that changes our perspective on the whole day. Uh, we may go through things during the night, but somehow if folks say, if I can just make it to the morning. There's something about the, the bright sunshine. There's something about a new day that gives us a new perspective on our circumstance. Huh. But like, let, at this particular time this morning, I want to take a quick survey. <laughs> How many of you have ever been discouraged? Uh, uh, and, and because as people, as humans, we all get discouraged Sometime. I, I do believe I'm, I'm preaching to the right group of folk this morning because if you are alive, there are times in your life that things did not go the way in which you wanted them to go and you became discouraged. And see, you know, I'm going to use the illustration because I always go back into my illustrations. Uh, uh, you know you're going to have a bad day <laughs> When you turn on the morning news and they are saying that the emergency route of the city has been laid out. You know you're having a bad day when you wake up in the morning and the sun rises in the west. You know you're having a bad day when your boss tells you not to take your coat off. And you know you're having a bad day when your horn gets stuck and you're following behind a lot of crazy folk. You know you're having a real bad day when you jump out of bed and you miss the floor. <laughs> you know you're having a bad day when you call your answering machine and they tell you none of your business. And you know you're having a bad day when you step on the scales and it says, we're going to tilt. You know you're having a bad day and you need to realize that bad days are going to come, but they're not going to stay. While we have bad days, don't be discouraged because we need to understand that God has given us joy. Now, I'm not so naive, I'm not so dense to think that we will always be on the top of the mountain all the time. Well, there will be occasions that we will have to travel in the valley for a little while. Even in the Psalms 23 say, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Every now and then, you're going to have to walk through the valley. And you can't pitch a tent in the valley and stay there. Like the young folks say, you got to keep it moving. Even if you got to drag one leg behind the other leg, you got to keep it moving because you know that there is a bright side somewhere. And the bright side comes a lot of times when you have to go through some struggles. 
But and I'm not I'm I'm not so out of whack that I'm so spiritually ignorant and I'm not aware that God has provided for us in the times of our valley experiences. In this life, we're gonna have tribulations. In this life, we're gonna have trouble. In this life, we're gonna have difficulties. In this life, we're going to lose loved ones. In this life, we're going to face trials. In this life, we're going to have some sicknesses. In this life, we're going to have some hard times. In this life, the storm is going to rage. But God has got our back. The wind may blow. The storms may go crazy. But God has got our back. The waves of life may crash against your very soul. But you still got to keep standing. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be discouragements. There's going to be some things that you planned and it did not go your way. Hallelujah. Anyhow, there's going to be some sorrow. There's going to be some weeping. There's going to be some financial difficulties. But I'm so glad that the Lord is able to provide for us. You may not have everything you want, but God will give you everything that you need. I'm here to tell you there are going to be dark days in all of our lives. There's going to be uncertain times in all of our lives, but God got our back uh, and he has prepared for us. Uh, but the thing that God has provided for us in the hard times uh, is joy. If you are a child of God, you should have some joy. I'm not, there's a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is what's going on around you. But joy is something on the inside. When, when all things are falling apart, huh, you can continually say, I lift my eyes to the hills uh, which cometh my help, uh, and my help coming from the Lord. Uh, it may look bad, but there's going to be a better day coming. Uh, and all I got to do is hold on uh, and keep the faith uh, and watch God work this thing out. Psalms 30 and 5 said, For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Oh, church, I'm here to tell you that all you got to do is hold on. Uh, see, there's a blessing by holding on. Uh, uh, some people miss the mark because they give up uh, right when God has gotten ready to give you a breakthrough. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, some people are hanging on by the fingernails. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, hold on uh, because God got your back. Uh, and all you got to hold on, even when folks think you're crazy, hold on anyhow. 
anyhow. When folk don't understand why you holding on, remind them you don't know like I know where my help comes from. You may say it look crazy. You may say things are not what it should be, but I'm going to hold on anyhow. See, you got to let somebody know weeping may endure for the night, but joy come in the morning. I'm so glad that you can do your dance all by yourself. Some people don't know like you know what the Lord has done for you, and that's why you can do your own dance. Some people are not going to be able to dance with you because they have not gone through what you gone through. Some people, when you praise God, look at you like you've lost your very mind. But don't be involved in what people think about you. You keep on praising God. Because through your praise, through your joy, that's where your breakthrough comes from. Uh, and even when the doctors say it look bad, you need to look at the doctor and say, Doctor, I heard what you said, uh, but my faith uh, and my hope uh, is in God. Uh, I'm going to do what you tell me to do, but, but there's a higher authority that I have, uh, and I'm going to always consult that higher authority. You're going to let people know, just like in Isaiah 6, uh, uh, 61 and 3. It says, to point unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, planting of the Lord that might be glorified. The true make of a child of God is how you handle hard times. Oh, hallelujah in the house. It's how you handle hard times. Uh, uh, if you can handle hard times and keep a smile on your face and keep joy in your heart uh, because somebody is looking, uh, somebody is listening, uh, and the hypocrites are saying, you call yourself a child of God, uh, but you are, you are acting the same way those folk act that don't know Jesus. There's something about knowing Jesus uh, that keeps you in the lane. It keeps you where you need to go. And you need to let somebody know. He gives us joy for mourning. You need to let, just because you mourn today, don't mean you have to be crying on tomorrow. There's something about God will turn your situation around in the twinkling of an eye. And all you got to do is keep on acknowledging God uh, and he will give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. There are times in your life that you may feel that you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that God gives you the garment of praise. Uh, see, the enemy don't want you to praise God uh, because the enemy knows that if you praise God, uh, that things have got to change. Uh, and that's why the enemy wants you to be discouraged. Uh, that's why the enemy wants you to say, I'm just not going to do nothing else. Uh, 
but you need to let the world know I'm taking off the garment of heaviness and I'm putting on the praise of my God because when I praise God, there's something on the inside that takes me from where I am to a higher level. That's why when you praise God, it's not about what people think about you. When you praise God, it's about you and God. And the more you praise him, the more you acknowledge him in your life, the closer he gets to you. And you got to sometime in your own very house, sometime when the spirit of heaven is come, you got to lift up your hands and say, I'm going to praise the Lord. You got to put on a CD and dance around the house. Holler if you want to. Dance if you want to. Because you need to serve. Notice on the devil that I am not going to stay in the spot that you thought I was going to be in. I'm going to praise God. I know what you think, but I'm here to let the world know. I'm going to praise God because when I praise him, there's something on the inside. Oh, hallelujah. There's something on the inside that begins to move. Somebody said it like a wheel in the middle of the wheel. Somebody said, I don't know why I'm crying. It's not tears of sorrow, but it's tears of joy. The people that look at you, they don't understand why you are doing what you're doing, but they ain't got to understand. You just keep on doing what you're doing because you're going to praise your way through your breakthrough. And see, this joy <laughs> that I have, <laughs> the world didn't give it to me. And the world <laughs> can't take it away. They can take your house. <laughs> they can take your car. They can take your money. But, but there's something uh, on the inside uh, that builds up on the outside uh, because the word says, uh, out of your heart. Oh, you speak. And that's why you got to let the devil know is something on the inside. Oh, great is he that's in me, that's in the world. So you got to let somebody know. You see on the exterior, but there's something that's working in me on the inside. That's why I can't keep my peace. That's why that the joy that I have, uh, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, the, 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 the person of the ABC store, he didn't give it to me. The, the, the man that's dealing the drugs, they didn't give it to me. There's something uh, on the inside uh, that makes you get high all by yourself. Uh, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but have you ever been so high in the Holy Ghost uh, that you begin to stagger around uh, and say, I don't know why. I I can't put one foot in the front of the other, but there's something uh, about this man named Jesus uh, that had moved me to a different level. I know I shouldn't be jumping. Uh, I know I shouldn't be hollering, but, but there's something uh, on the inside. Uh, what is joy? Mr. Webster says it's the emotional invoke by well-being. Success or good fortune or by the prospect of processing what one desires. Joy is a strong feeling of happiness, a manifestation of happiness 
through an outward rejoicing. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Let me, let me back up. It said through an outward rejoicing. Yeah, hallelujah. I think I'm a part there. Outward. Joy has to come out. You just can't sit there telling me I got joy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Joy has to be exemplified. Joy has to be shown. And for the saints, uh, that all they want to do, they, they, they just sit in church like a knot on the log. They won't clap their hands. Uh, they won't sing with the choir. They won't pat their feet. Uh, they don't have joy. They have a counterfeit. And a counterfeit will get you arrested. Oh, a counterfeit dollar will send you to federal prison. Oh, hallelujah. But, but the enemy wants you to have a counterfeit praise. <laughs> I praise God when everything is going good. That's counterfeit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I praise God when all my bills are paid. That's counterfeit. The real thing is can you praise him when everything is going wrong? That's the real deal. That's the real deal is that outward rejoicing comes in an inward satisfaction that you know Jesus. Oh, let me say that one more time. That's something that you have that propels you to act up. <laughs> that, that, that just makes you here. You say you're going to not act up, but there's something on the inside. <laughs> That prepares you to, to, to act up. Uh, Nehemiah 8 and 10 said, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is a holy unto our Lord. Neither be you sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You need to understand something. You wonder why, hallelujah, when we're in the church uh, and folk bump up against you. <laughs> you wonder why. Oh, excuse me, sister. Excuse me, brother. You wonder why they bump up against you? Because they want what you got. There's something about your demeanor. There's something about your praise. There's something about what you do that they want what you have. But I'm here to serve notice on the devil. You don't get it by bumping on somebody. Hallelujah. You don't get a great anointing by the preacher putting all on your forehead. Your anointing comes through you going through hell and high water. The more hell and high water you go through, the more, the greater is your anointing. Hallelujah. We live in a world that we don't want to go through nothing, but, but I'm here to tell you that the greatest folk that had to go through, they had to go through some things. And you need to let the world know that all I'm doing, I'm going through some things, but I'm working on my anointing because as my anointing begins to flow, it brings me closer. It brings me into the presence of my God. So don't worry about me. I'm working 
on my anointing. I'm working to get closer to Jesus. And you need to let the world know that he is able to keep you from falling. You need to let the world know that in 1 Peter 1 and 5 says, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed at the last time. I'm here to tell you that COVID can't take you out. The Delta strain can't take you out because you've been kept by the power of God. Oh, hallelujah. And you need to let the people know, yes, I'm going to wear my mask. Yes, I'm going to social distance. Yes, I'm going to do everything I need to do. But in the end, there's something about the power of God that keeps me. You need to let folk know the same medicine that you took, you're still here. The same people had a similar situations in their life. They took their medicine and they didn't pray. They didn't ask God to strengthen what they were doing and they no longer here. I'm here to tell you, listen to the doctor. Oh, but hallelujah, go ahead and take your medicine. Oh, because when you take what God has already, because he, he created medicine for us. I remember the time that this, this, this preacher, this, this preacher I and, the, and another preacher called up and prayed for her, and, and she was wearing glasses. <laughs> and, 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 and the preacher said, you heal, you got 20-20. And she believed it. Okay. She got in her car and ran into another car. I, I believe that when God does something for you, God don't mind if you go to the doctor to confirm it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, uh -huh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with your faith. God is not upset with you by you going to the doctor to confirm your miracle. Hallelujah. Even when the lepers were healed, they, they went to the priest. After Jesus healed the lepers, he, they, one went, was supposed to go to the priest to confirm. Ah, uh, so God is not mad with you. Go, go confirm it. If, if the preacher said you healed, say, preacher, I believe I'm healed, but I'm going to make an appointment with my doctor. And it's not that I don't have faith. It's, I ain't crazy. Hallelujah. Because some folk have left this earth because of some jack leg telling folk what they want to hear. God works the miracle. God is not mad with you for confirming it. Oh, hallelujah. Anyhow, 1 Peter 4 and 12 says, Beloved, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you, as though some strange things happen unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, uh, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also ex with exceedingly joy. You let somebody know that I'm on my way to heaven, but I got some work to do here. 
I'm on my way to heaven. And we got to stop being so heavenly minded that we are no earthly good. That's, that's, that's one, I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. That's one of the lies that some preachers have told us. When you get to heaven, but the whole thing, you're not in heaven right now. God put us here to do some work right now. Heaven is going to take care of itself. But while we got the blood running warm in our veins, while we are breathing, God has called us to do some work down here. And the sad thing is that when people are so heavenly minded, they will treat you like nothing. Hear what I said? They will treat you like you are insignificant. They'll treat you like you're subhuman because they've been taught that the only thing that matters is to get to heaven. But how can you get to heaven when you mistreat folk that you see every day? That's why I say folk are so heavenly minded but they're no earthly good. How can you say you love God who you never seen and mistreat folk you see every day? The Bible says you are a liar and the truth is not in you. So we got to love one another because see, that's the greatest commandment. As we love one another, heaven belongs to you. Hallelujah. What brings about your joy is your salvation. Hallelujah. You need to let somebody know. Ah, I, 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 I got it. <laughs> I may have trouble, but I got joy. <laughs> I may have problems, but I got joy. <laughs> I may have sickness in my body, but I got joy. I may go through trials and, and tribulations, but I got joy. I may have more bills and I got more money, but I have joy. <laughs> I may have difficulties on this side of heaven, but I got joy. <laughs> and we have salvation. We're walking to the truth of God's word. We're blessed by God. We have joy, not because we got a new car, not because we got more money, not because you live in a nice house, not because uh, you have a good job, but we have to rejoice because our name, hallelujah, has been written in the Lamb's book of life. What brings you joy? When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me and how he saved my soul from a burning hell, that's what gives me joy. Not from the things that accompany salvation. Oh, hallelujah. When the Hebrew boys is in the fiery furnace, I do believe they had joy. When Daniel was in the lion's den, I believe they had joy. When Moses was by the Red Sea, I do believe he had joy. When Joshua was in the front of the walls of Jericho, I believe he had joy. When Paul and Silas was locked in jail, I do 
what Abel says, uh, one son of a song uh, and one prayer of prayer. I do believe those boys uh, have joy. When you have trouble, you need to remind yourself, I still got joy. When you have situation in your life, uh, you need to remind yourself, uh, I still have joy. And therefore, with joy, shall you draw waters out of the well. Hallelujah. When you got joy, you can draw well. Uh, your waters out of the well. I'm here to tell you it's a deep well. And as every round goes higher and higher, you got to let somebody know, I'm pulling that water out of the well. See, I don't know about uh, y'all are country folk or not, uh, but there was uh, in, the, in the house when the, and in the country, there was a, a sometime an a, a old dug well. Um, and the further you put the bucket down, uh, the cooler the water. I'm so glad that God gives us cooling water. I'm so glad. All we got to do is let the folk know I'm drawing water out of the well and I'm drawing it with joy. I'm letting the world know that I got joy. And you need to ask God, if you don't have joy, restore the joy of my salvation uh, and uphold me with thy spirit. Uh, if your joy is weaning, uh, say, Lord, uh, restore my joy. I need to be restored uh, because I need joy. If I'm going to get through this world, uh, I need joy. And see, as you have joy, you can witness the folk. You can't tell people about Jesus and you got a frown on your face uh, and you sing in a poem me song. You gotta let the phone know that I know Jesus and in your circumstance I've been through the same thing that you've been through but I have joy. I just want to let you know that I have joy and you can have joy and in fact that you know him you are going to have some problems but you need joy and there's joy in salvation. When you have joy you Come from doubt to trust, uh, complaining to confidence, uh, trusted in men, and but you trust in God. Um, you go from the valley to the mountain. You go from a dead church uh, to a church on fire. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, you need to be excited uh, that you know Him uh, about what God has done for you, about your salvation, that you've been redeemed, um, that your sins have been washed away, that you're on the way to heaven. Um, and when I think of the goodness of Jesus, and all that he has done. Uh, when I think of his goodness, uh, I want to shout sometime. Uh, when I think of his goodness, uh, I want to do a dance sometime. Uh, when I think of his goodness, uh, I want to sing sometime. Uh, when I think of his goodness, uh, I want to clap my hands sometime. All night, uh, all night. Uh, I just want to let the world know God has been good. And you want the people to come to Jesus. You want to see people saved. You want to see folk in your family saved, you got to exhibit joy. You got to stop talking about, oh, Lord, have mercy. What I'm going to do? How are you going to win somebody to Christ when your testimony is a testimony of failure? When your testimony is a testimony of disengagement. In order to win people to Christ, and that's what we are called to do. People have to see the love in you. It's not what we say, it's what we do. And when people see the love in you, they want some of the same thing.
Hallelujah. And you have joy. But if your, your, your vine <laughs> has dried up <laughs> and the fig tree languishes, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the, and the apple tree, even all the, free, uh, the trees of the field are withered, it's because your joy is withered away. Don't let no one, don't let nothing separate you from the love of God. I said, don't let anything separate you from the love of God. Because if you have no joy, you have no harvest. Hallelujah. <laughs> I said, let me say that one more time. If you don't have joy and, and you had it and you lost it, ask God through the Holy Spirit, restore the joy <laughs> of my salvation. Because you can't make anything grow if you don't have joy. You can't win nobody to Christ if you don't have joy. You got to have joy. And you, and you have to exemplify it every day of your life. When things are not going right, you still got to tell folk, I got joy. This is just a momentary setback. But I'm looking over the hill because there's a blessing for me. And all I got to do, if I, I'm going to praise God, I'm going to thank God, and as I thank him and praise him, that brings me into his presence. And that's what I want to be. I want to have the joy of the Lord. That is our strength. I trust and believe that something that said to encourage your heart to bring you closer into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. May as we move forward on this day, that we will let somebody know that God is still in the blessing business and that he is still letting us know that better days are coming. But all we have to do is hold on. Just hold on to his unchanging hand and watch him.
Hallelujah. to do is keep the joy of the Lord within our hearts and let it pour out through our actions and we will realize that better days are coming. Amen. So all hearts and minds are clear. Let us go with our benediction. God, you saw it fit for us together in this way to worship you. It's not because we are perfect people, but because you are an awesome God and worthy to be worshipped. Thank you for making us worthy to stand before you to worship you through your son, Jesus Christ. As we close this worship experience, may our worship be acceptable before you today. Thank you for the wonderful time we have shared. May we continue in your word and use it for your glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and we say amen, amen. Go out and share the love of Christ to someone because someone is hungry. Someone is looking for a kind word to help them along your way. Do what Christ has called us to do and show his love and that will draw men unto him. Have a blessed day and we'll see you on next week. And next week we'll, we'll be in the building at 11 o'clock, broadcasting at 11 o'clock. Until then, make this a great day. <laughs>